So, Winston, how you feeling today? Welcome, Winston. Winston. Winston is the uh, locus, the local office ghoul. <laughs> He's got four legs and a gas problem. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's um, laying on the blanket right now. Nah, he's so he's so cute. Um, yes, Winston is my dog. But hi, I'm Gabriel, and this is episode fifteen, and I'm Nick. Yeah, is it episode fifteen? It is episode fifteen. It's episode fifteen. The order was just weird how you I'm said that. I'm still Nick. <laughs> I'm trying Are to defy Nick? grammar standards. Good luck with that. <laughs> you think? All right. <laughs> Hello, Yoda. Anyway, um, today we're going to be talking about Chainsaw Man. And then maybe veer off course a little bit into Attack on Titan. But we're going to be talking mainly about, you know, Chainsaw Man and all that stuff. And maybe a little bit as well about video games and some of the bullshit that they do these days. Yeah. But um, hope you enjoy all that. All right. Tune in. Bye. Wait, no, not bye. Fuck. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to a laid back episode is literally laid back on the couch <coughs> I and my new so oh wait, it's not that sitting new. roman style you know this is how the romans ate yeah they ate uh horizontally horizontally is that how you're describing it i mean i was gonna say laterally but i'm not actually not quite sure because you know like longitude Longi- is not like longitude and la- latitude are not like the actual ways you'd expect them to be right you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I know what you mean. It goes up, but the line itself is horizontal. Mm. I think that's lat latitude. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm eating. Latitude is fat. What? Latitude is fatitude, so it's wide. Longitude is long, long, so it's long. It's tall. Like long. The is Earth tall. is a sphere. It is exactly the same <laughs> length as latitude. Oh, you're saying lengthwise. No, I'm just <laughs> take, picking apart your your mnemonic <laughs> way of memorizing things. I mean, it makes sense in my head. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever helps you remember stuff. I remember my license plate because I came up with a uh, system to, like, memorize um, uh, numbers. Okay. Because I can't memorize. I, can, I, can't, I'm, I don't think I'm bad at math. I'm just not good at mental math. Mm, I see. And I would come up with a um, a way to remember each number. So one is Wong from uh, from Doctor Strange. <laughs> two is tooth. This, this sounds way more complicated than just memorizing. Okay, well, how about you recognize <laughs> the fact that the human brain is more capable of re- of memorizing images, <laughs> and so the more colorful the image that you create, there's actually memory competitions. <laughs> There's actually memory competitions where people use this system. It's called it's called like the the method of loci and the power or the major system. Oh, I think I've heard of that, yeah. Where they like memorize specific things based right. off of visual imagery. Right, right, right. Like, you know, the number 632 is like Elvis kicking a, a baseball, right? Mm, right. Anyways, uh so two is tooth. Three is what was three? Three is tree. Can't even remember it. I just remembered it. It's not. <laughs> it's not about how quickly you remember it. It's about the fact that I can still. I can still after not having used it for about two years. Still Your license plate. What? No, not my license plate. I'm. This is how I remember numbers. 
one through nine <laughs> or zero oh, through okay, nine. Okay, I got it. And I so, just, yeah, I'm not gonna say my license plate on fucking air, dude. <laughs> I'm not that dumb. Fair enough. Um, All right, four is whore. I was about to say mine, so that's good. I did. Five that. is hive. Six is, uh, what was six? Four is whore. Yeah, it's a streetwalker. Okay. Um, six is sex. No, that's an action. Uh, oh, so it can't actions, be an action. Actions are created by like their placement. Like if it's in the tens place, it's doing this, right? If it's in the nines, you know what I'm saying? I have or absolutely I stack no idea them. what you're like, trying to so, say. So like if it's <laughs> what? In, so if, it, if it's in the hundreds place. Right, if it's in the hundreds place. What do you mean hundreds? Oh, so like where? Like yeah, what like six hundred. So six. Let's say six is sticks, right? Six is sticks, right? So, and I know what you're thinking. That's kind of confusing when I have tree already in the mix. <laughs> but it's not. It's, no, it's tree not. Tree and three it, make sense, and six and sticks make sense. No, no, no. But it's. It, but they're both wood. So. <laughs> so I mean, one is composed of sticks but it's not actually wooden sticks it's the river sticks <laughs> so it's the river sticks this right? is ridiculous this, this is this explains a lot about how your mind works <laughs> seven is uh what was seven? what was the action thing i didn't even get a finish okay so like sick uh, so its placement in there is how large the object is in relation to everything else so let's say 40 let's say 46 right that means that i would in my head i have the image of a very like or not a large woman but like you have the whore right which i I, it's just it's because it rhymes i'm just visualizing a woman with like like lusty attire which honestly helps with the memorization yeah um um, it's she's the larger object right sex worker anyway what huh (laughs) she's the larger thing and i'm not objectifying women She's the larger thing, right? And then the river sticks is like a small thing that's going around her body, right? So I have like a body of water you with really like dead hands coming out of it because oh it's the river sticks, you know? So it's the this smaller is, thing. This is crazy. I just remember the number. <laughs> you remember the number? How long do you remember the number for? As long as I use it. So like, for example, my credit card number, If I once I use it about five times, I remember it until it expires okay well guess what uh left brainer (laughs) guess what left brainer i have to do this this i have to basically this fucking maze of shit (laughs) yeah but it actually helps and i love it because it's way more fun than trying to memorize i mean yeah hey i think it's cool it's actually very interesting that how your mind works because i nine is pine cone what is eight Eight is uh, eight. Hold on, I know I said that, but I haven't used it in two years. Eight is date, but that wouldn't work because you couldn't imagine it. It's an action. <laughs> oh fuck you! That's so mean. I'm just kidding. It's so mean. I love you, Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> eight is fate. No, it was something else. Eight is bait. Great. Bates Motel. And you said you haven't used it in two years, so why? How is this? 
because I haven't had to memorize numbers in two years. Okay. I I did this when I was like really into like memorization of things. Uh, and casual. Just because of like the idea of memorization. Uh, I don't know. I always like stories like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And things like that. Very imaginative, off the wall stuff. And so, like, the idea of basically incorporating your imagination into memorization rather than, like, rote memorization, right? Rather than, like, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, right? I mean, I like that. But it's also sort of like unnecessary obfuscation if you can easily link things to other events like it's like trying to remember 1776 like if i try and remember 1776 in the way that i just told you right that's unnecessarily complicated yeah, because it's, yeah as yeah. opposed to just connecting it to the, the revolutionary war and uh the signing of the declaration of independence and then just letting my brain take over right but it's for the boring stuff you know that, that has sense. no story yeah um yeah i guess i don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't have systems like that. I feel like I might be maybe for some things I should though. Like I definitely need something for names for people because I am so bad with people's names. Really? So like the way my mind works is that I have to see it in order to remember it. Yeah. And that applies to almost anything I do. So like it's not just words or numbers. It's also things in general. So if I don't have like I have very specific spots where I put everything that I use all the time, like my wallet, my water you know all of that so if it's not in the specific place that i put it then i have no idea where it is and like if i need to take something with me like in the morning like if i'm going to work or whatever and it's something that i usually don't bring with me mm-hmm. that's not part of my usual routine i have to put it somewhere where it's in the way of yeah my like on routine. the floor or something yeah. so i remember it otherwise i will forget it so it's just it's so weird how that happens but no like, I, I completely get you i try and do that but it only works like once <laughs> yeah. and if i ever like walk by it it is now part of the topography of my room <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem it's not a very um what's the word <laughs> this is not a very effective method so yeah i uh, usually just what i do now is like, like when i leave the door i like make sure like i make a checklist of everything i'm like okay i have everything i needed where am i going and then yeah uh yeah that's uh yeah my memory fucking so i swear to god i have a memory of fucking goldfish like you think biden is bad my dude i'm 25 and i'm already like that shit <laughs> I can't fucking remember half the shit that happens. All Chad, the Chad, lead, pa- lead paint consumer versus virgin <laughs> microplastic consumer. <laughs> I can't remember anything. Uh, I remember Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the lead, the lead makes the synapses stronger. <laughs> but only specific synapses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jesus Christ! Oh man, I'm gonna have to try and eat healthier, dude. I'm starting to feel aches and pains all over my body. Yeah, it's so bad. We're fucking 25, and we're only like, <sighs> yeah, I don't get it, man. I feel like uh, well, there's like some decision point I made. Actually, I think I remember specifically I'm what it was. I'm pretty sure it's food is just getting unhealthier. It is that, but I've also like I at some well uh, at one point in my life I did, I hardly ever ate fast food, and then I think what happened was that I got my first job, and for the f- for like a good 
six months, I was still eating like the food that I had at home, like right. leftovers. But that was partially because my I was still living with my parents, and mm. I was just so used to that rhythm, right? Yeah. And then at some point, I r- recognized I was like, wait, I have a car and my own income. I don't have to work out to feel good. I can just go and eat a Big Mac. <laughs> easy what a great substitution <laughs> oh it's the worst decision worst thing that i could uh, i could probably attribute that to like everything like you know that sort of just mindset that m- sort of mindset and mentality shift of like because i was working out but when, when i was working out it was not it, like it was healthy that i was working out but like the, the drive and the motivation for me working out wasn't healthy Mm. and i think yeah. that i just went from one bad coping mechanism to, to another, another bad except <laughs> i guess it's not a bad coping mechanism but like yeah working out is definitely the, the least bad coping mechanism you could have there i i guess it is but also like technically eating food is good for you right because then you don't starve right no nah, 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 nah. eating healthy food is a good coping mechanism but most people do not do that that's a coping mechanism <laughs> okay i guess the, the i guess the thing i'm getting at is that it was probably eventually going to be accompanied with like bad body image like you know uh oh like if you were working out yeah negative self, oh, self-esteem yeah. okay like, got it, got it one of those it, people it, who's it. always like i wish i wish i was still that guy though i'd rather if i have to choose between me uh you know the i essentially have to choose between the lesser of two evils right or you could just do both what are you talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the lesser of two evils of like either being like a person who's fit and in shape, but like constantly feel shitty about how they look because they're comparing themselves to others or someone who's given up. I'd rather be the guy who feels shit, but at the, at the very late, dude, I had a Dorito body, man, a reverse Dorito, (laughs) you know, an upside, an upside down triangle. (laughs) Wait. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. At one point I did. You're not. Never mind. I'm not uh, that way now. I mean, I wouldn't say Dorito. It's more like I a, look like the bag of Doritos right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say a triangle. It's more like a a, a, rum, a rhombus. Which one's the one that's like four? But it, rhombus. Yes, yeah, you're rhombus. right. Is are you saying that I? <laughs> you're not a rhombus either. What's the one? No, me right now. Wait, are you saying I'm wh- am I I'm wide in the shoulders? Yes, you're wide in the shoulders. But very, I'm more rectangular than Yeah, you're more rectangular right yeah. now than you're trying. Built like a barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite one is like you're built like a barn. <laughs> <laughs> I do roll that out one pretty often. No, but um what was I gonna say? <laughs> built like a barn. You gotta no no no. See, Nicholas, you gotta prioritize your mental health just as much as you do your physical health. So I think it is better that you have good mental or better mental health now. But, like, you should still – what you need to do now is keep maintain your mental health as it is and improve on it, but also start to, like, maybe try to find other ways to motivate yourself to be physically healthy. Well, I think I, I – Like, I do it by playing soccer. I don't – I hate working out. I think it's it's boring. I don't really do it. Then anymore. how do you feel aches and – well, you said this off the air. What? You said this off the air. That like, I feel aches and pains too? Yeah. Well, because Dude, that's when I'm not playing soccer. Bro, but you you how how regularly do you play soccer? It well, I've been kind of on and off in the past couple of years. Like since I left, since I graduated college, it's been pretty on and off. Like I would probably play for like a month, a period of like three to five months, and then I would stop for like another period of like three to five months. So it's kind of really on and off. And then I was injured for a year. Oh uh, yeah. Um, which was funny. It was a year before the pandemic. 
So when I got back and ready to go and it was the pandemic, it's like, oh, you know. So but that you was play like, like a two once year a week. It's not playing, huh? You play once a week? Right now, yeah. About once a week, maybe twice a week sometime. Oh, okay. But yeah, I've, and I've been doing that since the summer. But like, um, yeah, before the summer, I hadn't been playing for like six months. So like, it's it's it comes it goes on and off with me. So. Yeah, I I think also though I th- uh, like I I just the also I was just so eager to get out of the house when I was working out. Right? Oh, yeah. I would literally do anything. I would come home every single day and work out. I I don't I only think I think the only time I would deviate is probably weekends. But every single yeah. day I'd come home, work out. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, you don't need to do that much. You just have to do once or twice a week. Start there. But I don't want to. I want to be. I want to. <laughs> then play a sport. I don't like playing with people. I never get the ball. You don't have to play soccer. It can be any sport. And of course, you're never gonna get the ball when you're a beginner. You have to actually get good. Bitch, <laughs> I am good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How am I going to get good if I don't get the ball? You don't. Th- you start. There's not the ball. Look, the I don't like coordinating with people. I'm not. A, I'm not a team. Wait, sports what about tennis or some shit like that? Like, I hate tennis or racquetball or I don't know. Like one. What's the other one we want sport? Wrestling, <laughs> boxing. I'm just gonna stick with weightlifting. <laughs> it's the only one that gets you bitches. Okay. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't get any bitches. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just want to get. Nah, you know what? I just need to get. I need to just fucking focus on it. I I just. I give myself way too many passes. I get home and yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm too tired, right? And I have an at-home gym now, right? And I, I just, I have such weak willpower, and I, I hate that about myself. But I, I, I want to change it. Yeah, you should. It's Easier said than done. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to get into this. This is, uh, yeah. I well, I also need speaking to be healthier. Of, speaking of new goals, what about Denji's goals <laughs> and Chainsaw? <Man>? Wow, <laughs> seamless, <laughs> seamless transition, folks. <laughs> you should. Yeah, I wish you were all were here. It was about like watching Beethoven play the piano. <laughs> this man, this man's the you know the Michael Jackson of. Radio transition, <laughs> podcast transition. Yeah, I like to refer to this more as radio because I hate podcasting. Like but I love that's literally what we're doing. I love doing this, right? But some part of me loves the culture around radio a little bit more. Cause, oh, yeah, because you like classy traditional stuff. Uh, I guess so. It's just so cool. It's actually a cooler technology to me than like, uh, than podcasting well yeah because it's like access this server and it's like you're just going into like digital like little hovels right where data is stored and you're like going you have to go into a room as opposed to hey just turn on this thing and you literally don't have to be plugged into anything like you just need a power source and right you know the the I, i don't know what i'm talking about like the radio module and the fact that you don't, it, you just, it's the radio wave. Or I guess what I am <laughs> think is cool is radio waves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like. It's called Deep Space, isn't it? What? Or what is it? Deep Space? No, what's the dark, what is the horror game you like? Dead Space. Dead Space, yeah. It's like Dead Space. 
Oh. That's why you like radio waves. Oh no, that's not why I like. <laughs> don't don't remind me of that. Nah, I'm just kidding. But um, um I I do think it's cool because it's cool that like these random invisible waves just go through, and create a, a signal that you can listen to and stuff like that. Yeah, you can. It's kind of like if if you could like imagine if you could like wirelessly charge your phone like i know you can do that but like the technology is not good right you like to have to be you have to put it on top of something yeah 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 just the idea that you can receive energy in a vacuum of space yeah in a vacuum and like it be intelligible is just so cool and it's it's kind of like ridiculous well that's why so many people love the freaking like the victorian era or like the what's it called the what's that um style called where it's like grunge victorian yeah steampunk that's why i feel like some people have so much a fascination with that era that kind of like stuff because it's just really cool technology yeah like it's very innovative but it's also still like very physical and very much like it has like a very cool aesthetic to it yeah oh i was big into steampunk uh i was i remember when i first found out like the well about subgenres and mm. like the idea of subgenres which right. is so cool because like that was a precursor to what like gen z now calls aesthetics right yeah it's like it is just a subgenre of like victorian era sort of stuff victor it's it's steam core is probably what it would be called (laughs) if it got created nowadays no yeah steampunk is so cool i i even made a i tried to make a tv show out of it not like a not actually make it but like write a tv show um and i still like want to try to make it at some someday but yeah it's cool because it takes like the current innovations that we have and tries to apply like uh, an older, like more analog right. feel to it. I, but uh, yeah, well, if you think about it, imagine it. J- imagine how cool it would be if. Um, how do I say this? So we currently access information because it's stored like on a hard drive, right? Right. It's stored on a f- solid state somewhere. Mm-hmm. right i think I, I don't know i don't i'm not exactly familiar with like how cloud stuff works um but like and i may just be descri- no because cloud is basically hosted by multiple devices you are sending information over airwaves that's what radio is right yeah. you're sending like signals right mm-hmm. uh through electromagnetic waves that get received by your car's signal and then interpreted through a through a speaker right so I thought, would it not be cool if you just had an ever-present like type of waveform that contained all of knowledge that we have, like, like? But you couldn't like store. It would be a, just a constant signal. But that signal has to come from somewhere, huh? That signal has to come from somewhere. Yeah, like I'm. I know you can't like just store it, right? Um, so but I feel I feel like that's very vulnerable to like if you just destroy that tower. I know I'm not. I'm think uh, this uh, this hypothetical hypothetical takes place in the realm where humans aren't assholes. <laughs> I'm just okay. thinking of a cool concept oh, I guess, of yeah. like you know uh, all of human history, like or, or just human information that we know, right, being stored in a waveform, you know, uh, that is accessible like and how you read into it is the same way you would like dial into like different radio stations yeah it is interesting i don't i really don't know how those radio waves work so like i guess it is something that 
because everything is so digital these days, so it's a very different kind of, you're sending everything through electrical signals instead of airwaves, which... Well, no, it's all the same. It's just binary of different sorts, I think. It's just like you're, the signals that you're sending out, it's just ones and zeros at like light speed, essentially. It's pretty much all the same. I mean, like, I get what you're saying. But yeah. It's, yeah. Like, yeah, everything is direct connection nowadays. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it feels like it's still similar kind of concept, but it's just different medium of what, what it's being yeah. transfer- transmitted through. But it just doesn't feel as cool on the phone. <laughs> what? It just doesn't feel as cool. No, it isn't. It's very sleek. Like, that's the problem I have with today's technology is that it's very, like, it, it lacks identity, mm-hmm. you know? Like... And this always this goes back to my like running theory of like we should have stopped developing, uh, like we should have stopped develop developing. Um, what am I trying to say? Like new. I'm not trying to say new technology. We should have just fine tuned right the technology that we currently have and just made it better and better and better and better instead of trying to compact it into a specific thing like radio stays the radio right you don't have and the stereo stays a stereo you don't need all of those in your phone hmm. i oh i convenience like convenience innovation and stuff like that because like think about how but many that's d- what every single i feel like a lot of technology is meant to do even like the radio was a convenience thing but there's a sweet spot i mean you there's like I inflection guess. points in every point there's like a point of like where the return on value is like uh not as great for every single innovation we're currently seeing that now nowadays but it's like i don't think techno i think technology is for convenience but i feel like there's a sweet spot for humanity to exist hmm. while maintaining its culture you know and not getting lost in the and the the large like um what is it i don't know consumerist materialist yeah. it, it just getting like losing your identity and get, and basically submitting to large scale algorithms you know i guess what i'm wanting is to like have um go back to times before the data driven internet you know before everything was like data 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 i mean i'm fine with social media but the the issue is that social media has been com- it bec- has become the like a huge point of uh, income for a lot of different things, and so people just I don't know try and submit and understand the algorithm rather than trying to like share cool things that they make, you know? Mm, yeah, which sounds like me being butthurt, but it's just like. I, eventually there's got to be some point where now you just sound like an old soul <laughs> i mean not that old that was what 10 years ago <laughs> no well 15 years ago probably before it got super big um anyways yeah so dingy <laughs> oh man that's a great segue into uh speaking definitely, of, a, definitely of a story relatable. that takes place in the 90s <laughs> doesn't yeah it does it takes place in 2014. Oh, it does? When does well, it say that? <laughs> well, because the latest episode, they said some really bad attack happened on American soil 13 years ago. The gu- And that's when the gun devil came. And it was clearly at a reference to the Twin Towers. So, And it was 13 years, so it's 2014. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. God, dude, it's so hard not talking about the show in reference to the manga and just the show. Well, don't spoil shit for I me. I won't spoil anything. We're talking about Chainsaw Man, for those of you who aren't aware. Um, new anime just came out. It's very interesting. Gotta say, I haven't read the manga. I only watched the anime. I have read the manga in, in its entirety. So it's it's finished? The um Oh yeah, you told me that the yeah, current arc is done. It's not even like an arc. There's like arcs within it. It's like I, I don't even know. You, you watch Star Wars? Yeah. It's like episode one through three, like are done, right? But within those you have episode one, episode two, episode okay, three. Got it. Right? But it's like everything up to uh Anakin turning into Darth Vader is done and that he's continuing he's like releasing there's uh the next thing they're releasing um uh issues now oh interesting okay i have to catch up on that though yeah i mean it's very interesting um it's very unconventional is really the word i'd describe (laughs) it's like it's just such a weird show and like i know you said it's a little bit different in the manga um some things yeah like the even the, the the tone a little bit sometimes, but yeah, Chainsaw Man is very weird. I like. Is it it? So I I'm having a hard time like separating it because I don't think I watch enough anime. But is it weird? Like yes. from someone, like from my perspective, it's a very weird show. In the sense of like not well in a lot of ways, but like the the humor is definitely weird. The way the tone is weird, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm just saying. It's very unique. Um, and then the the way the story is structured also feels weird. Because there's not... Things just kind of happen. It's very. It feels very random. It doesn't feel like a traditional story structure where you're like, this happens and this happens. It doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel very cause and effect. It just feels like very chaotic, almost like the show itself. <clears throat> I think it fits really well, and I think it's really well done. But, like, yeah, it's very interesting how they, I mean, you it, know. It's not necessarily a spoiler, but, like, I think that you don't, you, I mean, you now, like, in the last episode, you get introduced. This is when the story starts. You know what I'm saying? It's actually kind of, it's interesting, like, I get what you're saying, right? It it does seem chaotic, but, like, you being introduced to the gun devil, right, that is essentially like all right, and now the well, overarching start, oh, the overarching narrative starts. That's what, but that's the thing. That's what I was saying. Is like, I could tell that that is immediately could tell that this is going to be the overarching arc in it for a while, mm-hmm. and like we actually have a goal now. And it's again, it came out very randomly. Yeah, like it was just like, I don't know. It just felt so, like offhandedly mentioned Gun Devil, and then it, this is actually what the main focus of the show is going to be for a bit, and mm-hmm. like. It's very um, character character yeah, driven for it's sure. Very, it's very character driven, and like the first episode was the one that really got me the most for sure because that was amazing. Um, that was a really good story in and of itself, just a little short story. So I'm looking forward to how they do it with everything else, because um, I feel like everything after the first episode has just kind of been um, essentially an info dump and like a introducing everyone. So. I feel like that's kind of been a little... It's just, like, if 
I think I'm just waiting to see how it, the actual story, like you said. So I'm, I'm hoping the Gun Devil arc is actually going to be good, and I'm expecting it to be because so far it has met expectations. I mean, the Gun Devil arc is like the entire thing. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a arc. It is like the entire story. Okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. Because yeah, because you have the whole yeah, gun. Because yeah. like even with like for example like something like Jujutsu Kaisen, which I would say is similar to this. Um, yeah, they are very similar. Yeah, <laughs> but even then, Jujutsu Kaisen's story feels a lot more cleaner, a lot more like it's a lot more shonen. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, even from the very beginning, you know, okay, the fingers are the thing. Like, this is what happens when you need a finger. This is the kind of the goal of the story, right? Mm-hmm. But with this Chainsaw Man, it just, like you said, feels very character driven. So mm-hmm. it feels like the plot definitely takes the back. Uh, what is the word? The the back seat. Back sex. <laughs> <laughs> so much fucking sexual shit in this anyway um backseat to yeah. if you hadn't told me because so when i watched the fourth episode um i was like oh they're gonna do the boob thing but it's gonna be like off screen but then you told me that it, you implied that it was gonna be on screen so like if you hadn't told me that i probably would have been shocked at like just how much fucking like they just it was almost born at that point yeah <laughs> i was like what the fuck yeah and so like i did not expect them to actually show him touching the boobs yeah. and like this is really yeah graphics i'm it's, sorry but it's not it it all makes sense within the context of the story but yes i would honestly say this is probably a show for men just fyi uh, men oh no i think everybody can appreciate it uh i think we should ask women to first well here's the thing you have to i i god it's hard to talk about this um that was just my okay two things maybe three things i like i like the fact that it has that build up before because it treats character development before it treats it like almost it feels more real yeah right because it's i do understand that it's like uh in shonen stuff it's like the same episode that you get introduced to the character is the same episode that you get introduced to the story right and um like naruto you know mm-hmm. and shit like that Except even Naruto has, like, different stuff where it's like, it has, like, three episodes where it's just like, all right, here's Naruto being a little goofball, right? And then you get no. introduced to, like, the tuning exams and, like, him graduating becoming a ninja. Yeah. Uh, I like – I think watching – and I, I probably haven't consumed enough anime to say this with any sort of, like, actual creds, but, like – uh, or with any credibility, but like I think watching Chainsaw Man like a shonen is like the wrong way to watch it. It is certainly it 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 you can think about it that way because it certainly has like the action elements of it, um, and like the power elements of it too. But um, it's a lot deeper, and so when you well, say like this is a show that's like is primarily for men, it's kind of hard to um. To demonstrate, like, I get how people are, like, who haven't, like, read the manga. They're like, oh, my God. Like, it was kind of cool. Like, I've seen this, like, on Twitter where people are like, I mean, it was funny when he said, like, his motivations are just to touch boobs, right, at first. But then, you know, it kind of gets old after, like, four episodes. Yeah. But, he, like, it being a character-driven thing, like it's hard to say this without spoiling it, but you have to trust that his motivations eventually get more complex. 
Oh, I know. I, I can tell they're definitely like leading up to something, and he's just. It's a very interesting character because he's very much comes off as just a very much like a punk and like, you know, so definitely someone who got picked off of the streets, for example. Yeah. Um. But like, uh, I feel like it's, um. I'm not. I'm not saying so. Like, I'm not trying to say that this is all bad. I'm just saying like. I'm trying to collect my thoughts around the show right now. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely still planning on continuing to watch it. The thing with me is that I'm very much like emotionally driven when it comes to like shows. And I still haven't, outside of the first episode, I haven't felt an emotional connection for any of the characters yet up until this point, outside of the first episode. And I feel like everything since the first episode has kind of made me lose <laughs> the the sympathy I had for Denji. Not in the sense of like I still obviously want him to succeed and want him to do well, but like I feel like the first episode did a really, really good job of like establishing him as a character in a serious way. Mm-hmm. And since then it's kind of undermined that and like playing him off more as like a funny character, which is fine. I'm not against that. And I know you say there's probably more to come as well, which mm-hmm. is why I'm going to continue watching the show because I expect that it's gonna get better. But based on just what I've seen so far right now, like it's just like i mean this is this is pretty funny but like <laughs> it's I funny mean, i don't find it that funny as a show i mean yeah i like, mean it's got some humorous like tape yeah yeah like, moments. i know it's like yeah, yeah. it's the not idea like funny, that he's but just it's cl- like humorous you know? yeah it, like it's just so like uh he's like so focused on like the singular goal but i i don't know like I don't maybe the way I'm watching it is just like I can't help but like watch every single thing and be like he's like literally just a kid and like and and every single thing that he does reiterates that you know uh and I don't know it's really a lot of the appeal and like the good shit about Chainsaw Man is like how it how you can appreciate it after you finish the story Cause then you keep like, even right now you just think about different things. Uh, and you're like, God, that was like, it was, this was indicating this and the themes on it are really like deep too about certain like scenes. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not doubting at all. That it's going to be a quality show. So yeah. I'm definitely going to, I mean, this is why you can't really talk about stuff before it's finished because mm-hmm. uh, I'm only five episodes in. So it's like, I can't really, really rate this show at the point at this point. Cause I haven't seen how it's going to 10 out of 10. That's what I give it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the first episode really, really hooked me into the show, and it's a really strong episode. Yeah. So, like, I'm I'm down to keep going because I, as long as I get something else like that, I'm good. And I, guess, I feel like we're leading up to that because uh-huh. I think a lot of it, I did say it's very unique and different in its structure, but that's just because it shows it is a chaotic show in general. But it is still doing a pretty uh, relatively common trope of like having an episode or two dedicated to each important character and their Mm -hmm. background. So like they did Denji, then they did, um, what's her face? Power Power girl. Yeah. This is power. Power. Yeah. Her name's power. Yeah. I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Power. And then they're doing now they're, I'm assuming they're either going to do, um, Aki. Yeah. Aki. And I, I feel like they're also hinting at doing one of the other freshmen, um, devil hunters the, the really shy girl or something 
Um, but um, yeah, they do. Um, so like, yeah. I feel like they're gonna focus on him and maybe a little bit of the shy girl as well in this in this arc that I'm about to go into. So yeah. like, I can tell that's what they're doing. Um, and so far, I mean, I'm enjoying it, but like, I guess I'm just waiting to get to the big part. Yeah, it's kind of sad to me that it's like, and obviously this is a, it's not even wishful thinking. It's just fantasy land thinking. It's kind of sad to me that the show is not going to release like consistently like one episode per week forever until it's done with that kind of quality it can't <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know it's it's just like it's kind of sad that it's not because it's i read it in that that sort of way where i just went all the way through it right and uh, I don't know, a really good show, really good story. I guess it's impossible for me to give a proper review on it since I've already like consumed the story, right? I can't give like, oh yeah, my thoughts the on the show. Oh yeah, but the manga is going to be different. Like they've already changed certain things. Like they've made it a little bit more, I think, uh, I actually talked about this with one of our friends. Uh, they've made it a little bit more direct in terms of... Um, uh how do i say this he i actually i'll be honest i remember like the the thing with power where he just like wants to get like feel her up right as a goal that's in the manga right but i just don't remember him being like so consistently horny for it but maybe i'm it's been a while and it was the beginning of the manga so i just don't remember but uh i feel like they've made his like drive a little bit more direct and they even changed like a scene where he's like he like gets out of that apartment after like killing that like one very small lesser devil Mm -hmm. um and he's like i just in the manga he says i just want to touch some tents some tents some tits sorry i mispronounced (laughs) that um i just want to touch some tits right uh, in the show, he says her or like Makima's. Yeah. Right? And it's around her. And I think what they're doing is they're making the connection with her a little bit stronger, right? Uh, for some story purposes, which I'm not going to elaborate on, right? But um, I think in the manga, it's a little bit more, I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it, but it feels a little bit more existential in terms of like him his his drive being solely like like fixed around like getting a better life for himself rather than like one thing at a time you know like tits and then this in the manga it's much more like god i just want to have a better life right like he's Mm kind of like a, a kid who's like in a really shitty situation and he's not even getting like the basic necessities of life life like being able to make a pb and j or something like that is a luxury to him so i think i i i think they're gonna go with a much more like uh character driven narrative rather than like a philosophical theme but it's gonna be a like a minute change yeah and i'm also making a lot of big reads off of like minor script changes yeah i mean it's hard to tell at this point so we'll see i mean it's definitely an enjoyable show so i'm not thinking I'm looking forward to the current arc to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually don't remember where this arc ends. Like, I don't remember where the first one ends off. Hmm. Anyways. Yeah, pretty cool. They're stuck in an infinite loop. 
Uh, some yeah, something like that. It's a. I'm trying to remember that. That's. Bruh, speaking of infinite loops, I'm gonna change directions here, but. Oh yeah. The Genshin Impact just had this. What What are the craziest? Look, don't lie. That's no, okay. But um. I'm genuinely surprised that they put so much effort into this last like story arc that I just did in Gen- Genshin. Mm-hmm. Like it was this whole ass puzzle of like an infinite time loop, but it wasn't an infinite time loop. They had to figure out what it was. And it was like, it was so weird because it felt almost like a fucking JRPG for a second where you have to like, you have different options of what to say. And if you pick the wrong one, then you like stay in the loop longer. And like, you have to figure out hmm. what's going on and the, you have to use clues. And I'm like, this game has never made me use my brain before. Like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. But I was like, I, I mean, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Like, I haven't, I usually only play Genshin like maybe an hour out of the day and I don't even play every day. But when I was playing that, I like played for like five hours straight, just trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Mm. And, like stayed up to like three in the morning play, which I haven't done in a while. So that was pretty fun. But I'm just like, if I were to start playing now, do I get to play through all of the story? Yes. Or Okay. There's. It's not like, oh, well, you started to play now, so you miss out on everything before story. Oh, well. So there's a lot of story things that happen in, like, specific events and, like, timed events that, like, obviously if you miss out, then you're never going to listen to it but Ugh. they do they do i hate that dude it is I really hate that it so is very fucking bad destiny does that that i i ask because like, destiny does that uh and i i like that game but i don't have like the time and patience to grind every single week my my temperaments change my mood changes right yeah. i don't want to play shooters i don't want to like i don't want to do sci-fi some days i just want to do like you know like strategy games or something like that. I hate how uh, you can't play through certain parts of the story. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. And I get that it's like some fucking batshit fucking uh, executive somewhere is like, oh, we get more money even if we don't use half of the fucking assets that we spent time making because of the... uh, you know the FOMO that people have, and so they play now and they pay now. You know, instead of like, well, we can make money on the off of this thing forever since we made it. So why don't we make money off of it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's it's a very much short term thinking and not long term <laughs> thinking, which is the epitome of almost everything these days. But um, yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> and I can only imagine. I mean, I think if I as a digital like if I were to. If I were a, a game maker, like, you know, the people who actually work on it, you know, yeah, that would frustrate the fuck out of me. Yeah. No, like, it's really annoying because, like, there's um Harry Potter. You only get to buy you. You, you guess what? You didn't buy uh, you didn't buy. Uh, uh, what is it? The first one, Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets back when they first came out. Get fucked. You only get to read like the last book. And Wait, what do you mean? Like it's time, it, it's like time. So it's like, oh, you're only available to. Oh, like, you're buy just it. saying an example. I thought you that was actually a thing. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. But that's it, exactly what it's like. That is what it. Well, yeah. And with Genshin, it's like, there's only, for me, I've missed a lot of stuff, and it's like, but, um, you can still kind of follow most of what's going on for the most part. There's just a few things here and there that you don't get, because the main story stuff, like anything that happens in the main story, 
that is not um, timed. So like you can do that whenever you want. So that's that's the exception to that, which at least is something. But it is still frustrating because there's definitely like little like details that you miss, and, like little character background stuff that you miss when you if you don't do fucking specific events. Um, like the the current arc I'm in, it's like there's a big bad guy who's like um, pretty powerful. But like they talked, they're talking about him as if you had already met him and like you already like did all these things. Yeah. I'm just like I didn't I didn't go through any of that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. It's, it, it is pretty frustrating um, and there's like even certain parts of the world that you can't access around outside of specific events yeah. um, which is yeah it's it's kind of ridiculous like I actively hate it it makes me so mad I still think microtransactions are worse At those, least that, but that is, is micro those are that is microtransactions no because you don't have to pay for it I'm, uh, am, I, am I thinking about this wrong microtransactions you, you don't have to pay for expansions no not at all. Oh, in Destiny, you have to pay for expansions. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that's the, even, holy the base shit, game, that's even worse. The base game that shipped out, like, eons ago is free. and every But, it the, like, the expansions in between are, you have to pay for. And then there, yeah, are lo- there are larger expansions that you have to pay for. And it it is so fucking frustrating because I love the game at times right and i really want to play it i just don't want to grind it yeah and no that's awful it's it's so fucking sad to see a great story and a great game wasted yeah uh i mean obviously there's lots of enjoyment you can drive up it's like dude i don't want to i don't want i don't play games that way right i don't and it feels like it's designed for people who literally want to do and nothing wrong with them right but people who come home, they don't like want to make art or watch TV or read a book. You want to come home, you play Destiny, right? Otherwise, get fucked on the story. It's the exact same thing. You'll come back after like two seasons and you'll be like, who? Visorax? What? <laughs> we have ice powers now? Huh? Yeah, no, it's the same. The with- Traveler blew up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, Genshin is similar in that regard. It is very annoying. Cause there's so much shit. Like there is so much fucking shit I have not done in that game, but it's like there's no motivation to do it anymore either. That's one of the main issues that Genshin has had, and most of the community agrees on this: is that the end game of Genshin is terrible. Because once you've reached a certain point, there's basically nothing you can do other than grind, and there's no reason to grind because the game is easy enough for you to play without having to grind. So there's no motivation. And there's not really... I mean, I guess you can theoretically 100% the game. That's, like, the only real motivation. But even then, you can't... Because if you don't do all the time stuff, then you can't 100% it. Yeah. You have to be there exactly when that happens. And, like, obviously the game's not even finished yet. So, like, yeah. there's also that aspect. No, it's <laughs> terrible. It, it sucks because it's, like... I I mean, but this guy kind of goes back to the thing that I said earlier, which is, like game i'm not saying game destiny's great it looks amazing i would fucking sell my soul to a have the digital art talent to work on a game like that because i love the design so much it is space fantasy it's probably my favorite my favorite space fantasy uh property right um but what was i gonna say but it's just the the way in which it's handled you know the property the ip is handled it makes it's just it was better when things were like finite. Yeah. You know what? You get a game, 
and that's it <laughs> and there you go you played it through and then we'll have dlc ready for you like even if they change the model to um if they change the model to um kind of like kingdom hearts where they have the base game and then they they come up with a dlc a year later but that's just that's it like yeah kind of like is that what you mean oh even if they did their current method of like here we have seasons that you can buy except you can buy them forever it's not timed like you know they really they have like season Uh, of the hunt it's just episodes right i'll i'll fucking hey i'll play it i'll even play it in the time frame that you want me to play it right which is like i buy it and then they have it to where it releases uh like the 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 story elements release on a on a weekly basis and you're essentially like grinding in a week-to-week fashion you're playing through the same raids and getting gear I'll play it and you have the program within the the game release it on a weekly from from the point of purchase. Yeah. Right? That's totally fine. I'll play it that way. I'll still grind. But for the love of God, let me access your content. Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> Jesus. It's ridiculous. I mean uh, the whole time thing is such is such a fucking awful decision and such an awful new trend in gaming. It's and a like, terrible trend because it's the same as like Marvel movies and how they wrecked the market. Because yeah. I feel like everybody is now pressured to, hey, you didn't make a billion dollars on your returns. You're not even a successful game. Yeah. And it's, of course, goes into our larger conversations about capitalism and blah, blah, blah. We don't have to get into that. I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't have the, I don't have the juice for that. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, we can just say surface level today. Unlike Genshin, which has zero access to what is it? Is core zero kernel level zero access to my computer? That's very deep, but uh, we're gonna stay surface level today. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Um, I kind of want to get into Genshin again, but I think I just might play Breath of the Wild. It's probably for the better. You know why? Because you just you play Breath of the Wild and then you're fucking done. (laughs) See, yeah, that's uh, I'm at this point. Like I've been in this game what. Three, two years now? Yeah, fuck me. It's been two years since I started this game. That's fucking ridiculous. You know what sucks is that there's but, yeah, never going to be legislation for shit like this. Oh, of course not, bro. They don't get, the, they're like, the average age is like, what, 70-something yeah. in fucking Congress? Those motherfuckers don't even know. As long as it's tacked, as long as it's tacked, then I can get a little bit of it. Ooh, that, the way you get it regulated, you say it's from the Chinese. Then they'll what are you talking about? Genshin's from the Chinese. You li- you if you lift up, if you lift up, <laughs> what is it? If you lift up the Capitol building, it says "Made in China" on the bottom. <laughs> They're not going to regulate shit. No, 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 no. That's like half of them, but the other half are also against China now. It, it on in front of the cameras they yeah are. that's a good point you when about? it actually comes down to it they'll be like guess what I'm so sorry he's using peen. oh guess what oh first of all who do you think is against China? happened to my okay what do you mean who do you think is against china like when you say that you say half of them are you talking about the democrats or the republicans i think the, uh, you think the republicans are who some of the some of the maga people are and then some of the lefties are they are because of the like the culture war with like covid and you know attributing Actually, that to china the chinese and communism and shit like that but we all know what pads and makes that margin that profit margin so easily attainable for them is the fact that their labor that they that they get from china is incredibly cheap well yeah yeah that's true that's true and You're so right. they would never they uh, will just say they're against china but they won't actually do shit i mean i it. still i 
I still I mean, even think Trump that was like a, that. He said he would do subway chain and do shit. Except for the fucking He was like, please buy our, please buy our soy. Please, I swear to God, please buy our soy. So I'm a soy boy and I want you to buy our soy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No. Um, I, w- I want to go back to chain- talking about Chainsaw Man. I don't want to go into politics. But, um. Yeah, we, we still veered into politics despite all of our best efforts. <laughs> I feel like that's how what happens every time. It's like, ah, I don't really fucking want to talk about capitalism. Let me tell you. <laughs> Let me. Don't. Ma- <laughs> take, hold me back. Here I'm comes like, the revolution, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Comrade. Uh, Chainsaw Man. The, I mean. The guy, I, I think, as a sh- it is one of my favorite things. I think favorite pieces of media, hands down. Chainsaw Man? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it has. I mean, I don't want to be mean, but, like, I read Jujutsu Kaisen. I was reading Jujutsu Kaisen, Mm -hmm. right? And I thought that was a bomb-ass fucking story. I was, like, doing the manga, right? And then I read Chainsaw Man all the way through, and it is hard to go back to Jujutsu Kaisen because it is, like, it's not bad. It's just, like, Jujutsu Kaisen to me seems like it's meandering, whereas, like, I, once I... Once you get to a certain point in Chainsaw Man, you know where shit is going, right? You know where the end point is. Yeah. It's the gun devil, right? And a story leading up to that. Whereas with Jujutsu Kaisen, it's with Sukuna, but then it's just kind of like going all over the place. Yeah. I, maybe I'm not Maybe I'm not giving it enough credit. Well, no. I think Jujutsu Kaisen is good, but I think it's a little overrated, to be honest. And like, It's very shonen, whereas like Chainsaw yeah. Man taps into a lot of... Uh, it taps into a lot of, I think... Actually, I'll take back my previous point. Anything I said before this, uh, comparing them is bad. Chainsaw Man is deep, right? There are some elements and some character themes to Jujutsu Kaisen, which are are there, right? But Chainsaw Man, I think, is very deep and hits on some very like nuanced and complex things like immaturity, growing up, right? Sexuality as you grow up, uh, sexual manipulation, like different things. Hmm. And uh, uh, and top on top of fears, like the, even the idea that like anything can be a devil, right, and can turn into a devil, like. Um, I know you're not trying to, but you're definitely giving me a lot of spoilers here. But keep going. <laughs> I'm not giving. No, am I? No, just keep going. Ah, dude, just read the I mean, fucking manga, no, 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 dude. No, no, no. Just this read the like, manga. It's so good. Look, look, it's so look, fucking good, look, man. Like you said. The one thing about Chainsaw Man, as chaotic and unique as it is, mm-hmm. it does feel like um, it's not necessarily the type of show that's trying to surprise you. So, like, I feel like I can already kind of tell where it's going. Yeah. And so you saying that just kind of confirmed what I was already just thinking. Just read the manga, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's beautiful. It's great story. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, I kind of already guessed this kind of, that's where the story was going. Right. So it's fine. Like, it's not like you're spoil- actually spoiling it. Like, yeah. that's, that was kind of what I was thinking already. But there's still stuff in there that are, like, I just the theme, like, yeah, yeah. Just there's so many different things that come with it that are really, I don't know, just really deep. And, and, but, like, the main thing for me is, like, I thought the mo- most creative part was that, like, anything can be a devil, right, and turn into a fear. And so where were they? where they go with that is, like, really really cool yeah because like you know even the fact that like chainsaw the guy is the chainsaw man he's killing this shit right like he's not 
I don't even know. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but you know. You know, yeah, it's ins- it is it is seem pretty insane, and I I'm trying to remember. It's got what's it, it's uh, got like the Magnus archives. I talked about that on the Halloween episode. It's got similar vibes to that. Mm-hmm. Magnus archives I also really like because it also connects with deeper fears, right, and more instinctual mm-hmm. like fears of things, right. right, rather than just like oh someone's chasing. Well, I mean, them. even with the gun devil already, I can already tell it's going to be interesting because they're literally talking about like people protesting gun violence and like that w- played into the gun devil being like i was like damn that's yeah. actually pretty interesting um even the way he like kills people right it's not like it's not like the way they portray it is not uh, like they do in the show and in the manga right it's not like um you're Triumph. watching a hmm? it's not triumphant uh Oh, sorry. Keep going. What were you gonna say? Oh, well, I was just gonna say it's not like a reskin of the Nine Tail Fox scene where wherever like whenever they're talking about in Naruto, the Nine Tail Fox like you know um, uh, attack the village, right? And it's just like the Nine Tail Fox like standing over the village, like you know, like monster, like Godzilla. You know, the way they portray the Gun Devil is you haven't even seen it yet, right? In yeah. the show, the way they portray it is like a force of nature passing through and killing like a bunch of people, like 1.2 million people in five minutes. Right. And the way that that connects to the way, at least as an American, you can feel like the fear of, of, of instant grand, uh, grand scale or mass scale death very quickly because of guns. It's like when you see the mass shootings or yeah. the footage that I've seen from like the guy who did the body cam, where you just waste five people and like, seconds mm-hmm. it accurately portrays that it is like a hurricane right but yeah. like a hurricane that just like annihilates everything in its past path and shit like that yeah i mean i thought that was like a really cool um way of like almost a horror element of like mm. waiting to for the reveal of the monster right you know? yeah no so, the gun devil thing, like the way he killed everything, I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. That's it's insane. not even like he shoots everything. It like literally blew the house away, right? Like it was like a fucking hurricane that passed yeah. through. And it's just like, oh, that's exactly how like mass shooting fear feels of right. like just instant mechanical death. Right. Of, uh, on a grand scale. Like, you know. Anyways, I, I thought it was really cool. Um, they're doing a fantastic job adapting it i think the mm-hmm. art style of the show i think is really good because mm-hmm. like the sh- the i think the the uh the manga is is kind of flat in certain regards mm-hmm. of like care of like skin tone mm-hmm. and so the way they've decided to like portray the characters is like very clean I don't even know how to, if I'm doing a good job of describing it, but it, like I just feel like they're doing the way they've done like the the animation because I feel like in if when they animate stuff or they adapt stuff to the anime uh, the should the show, it's the fight scenes where you're like okay this feels like I'm how I thought it would be in the manga, but then right. everything in between is just kind of like cheap. Um, but yeah. Like Jujutsu Kaisen. So, so you're saying it's not cheap in this case? No, it's not cheap. It's like yeah. really good. There's like not a single in between scene that feels like not a lot of money was spent yeah. on it. Like it all feels like quality. And it's just the lighting too. The mm. lighting in it is mm. amazing. Yeah. 
very soft. You can tell there's like a lot of like 3D animation elements to it applied to the 2D plane. Hmm. Very pretty. Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen is like that's a hard one to talk about because like uh, frankly like the guy his illustration like his illustration skills are not amazing like you actually look at it and like it's just he does a really good job of like composition and like uh storytelling but the actual like illustration of the people not great and so it kind of feels like a weird like match uh uh, when the show is like all these characters look amazing oh i see yeah and the way in which i think it connects is like the demon design like the even the way that they draw and the outline of the demons um in which they're, one? they're curses sorry they're curses oh yeah they're curses that. yeah yeah of the curses in jujutsu kaisen uh that one feels like more accurate to the manga uh, mm, and of course the fight yeah. scenes too right but uh and i'm not saying that they need to like draw it shittily it just feels like a weird disconnect where watching the anime of chainsaw man feels like i am watching the manga manifest in like motion like as if the guy were doing the show himself Mm. especially makima i was hoping i was thinking that they were gonna like give makima like too much like expression Mm. and play her up i was very i always read her and like you know it's a manga but i always like read her as a very deadpan kind of like you know clean cut character i thought they were gonna sexualize her like too much and i know she is like sexualized in the show up to this point but i mean like really play up the sexual shit like give her more bust yeah right give her more ass right and like make her dress more skimpy but it's not she like wears like a giant coat mm-hmm. right and wears like uh like uh slacks you know not like high heels and like skin tight uh pants so it's i don't know they did they're doing a really good job <laughs> good well, job yeah. everybody <laughs> uh what is it studio uh, mappa yeah they're doing attack on titan as well but um and i think they're doing um doro hedoro huh, which is a, all uh, not as good but i think the design in the show is really cool all the bloody violent shit um but yeah that's a good show. I can't wait until it comes. I need to read the manga. Marikama is definitely an interesting character. And I'm, Who? The, what is her name? Makima. Makima. Yeah, Marikama. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Makima seems like a very interesting character. Um, and, like, yeah, it, it's interesting because everyone's, so like, so head over heels for her. But, like, it doesn't feel like the show necessarily, like, agrees if that makes sense do you know what i mean like like what you were saying is like they don't over sexualize her like they don't say like look how hot she is she just kind of exists as she is and so it feels more like it honestly feels a little bit more like kind of like they're the ones who are infatuated with her but it's not necessarily like along with the audience does that make sense like for example like a, a, a counter argument with that would be like dress up darling or like the whole point is that you're focused on the main girl in that one, right? And they play that up to the to the max level. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, I gotta, I gotta catch up on that one. So it's if if <laughs> if anything is more for the audience than it is for the character. But in this case, I feel like yeah. it's the opposite. Where like she's not necessarily like like she's pretty, but like I'm not saying like she's not. Martin, you about to diss? No, 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 no. Makima. Makima. Yeah. 
So in in this in Chainsaw Man and Makima, even though she's like the main love interest for like multiple male characters in the show, yeah. they don't play her up as that to the audience necessarily. Does that make sense? No, a hundred percent. But I have to disagree in the sense that the audience is disconnected from. No, that. no, 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 no. I'm not but, saying they're disconnected. I think it's what I'm saying is like, it helps. I get what you're saying though. Like she's not like like I I a hundred percent. It's almost like irony, but like with eroticism, right? There's like there's like stage irony, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, oh, the the audience is aware of this, but the characters are not. Yeah. Which is like that's what modding is uh, in uh, uh, my dress up darling. She's like stage eroticism, where it's like, oh, this is good. This is deep, dude. I could write an essay <laughs> on this. Um, uh, whereas like Makima is like, I, I don't even know what the word. word. I'm probably not even stage irony is probably the wrong one. But you probably. get what I'm saying, yeah. right? And, but I have to disagree because it is so wild seeing people like fucking uh, even before the show was released, right? The amount of like, you know, sexy fan art and shit. Uh, I can't talk about it, though. God, you have to read the manga, man. Okay, okay, so okay. hard. There's sexy fan art for literally anything that exists. I know, but like for her character, it's not even like. Okay. I mean, I don't maybe even know I'm what wrong. it is. Maybe I, that's just my personal bias in the sense that I don't find her that attractive. No, you're not. I don't. I think that she's pretty, right? Drawn pretty, but I don't think that the level with which she's like sexualized. I think it's. I don't think it's the intention of the author. But I think it's goddamn hilarious how pretty much everybody who watches it and reads the manga has the same reaction as the characters, and as in they're sort of enticed by this like plain woman right she's yeah. just like a she is literally like drawn to be like i am just a woman who works yeah right i'm a salary woman and yet people are like obsessed with her oh yeah interesting you gotta it's read, probably the it's, will you read the manga just tell me to read the, so we can appreciate this this goddamn tv show <laughs> together please i'm begging you i have nobody else to talk to it about i mean dude read it <laughs> I'll read it after the first season's done. All right, I, I'll take what I can get. Because <laughs> yeah, if it if it's gonna take like five years to finish, then yeah, that's probably a little too long. It is because it's gonna be like Attack on Titan, and that like at this point, I f- I'm only not reading the manga out of stubbornness because I told everyone I wasn't going to. Yeah, and like I'm I wouldn't like, even say I Attack like on Titan's worth it. <laughs> well, didn't they say? Didn't they confirm they're changing the ending? Did they? Yeah. Did you not see that? That's. Uh, I don't know. It depends on how they change it. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Either. I think I'm fine with the ending from the manga, but like I, th- I know that everybody else is pissing and shitting themselves over it, and they're like, I just don't think they're ever. You're ever going to enjoy the ending. Um, Though I hope, I hope if there's one thing that they can give ending is a little bit better, like closure of characters like an epilogue of sorts of like characters interacting with each other and stuff like conversations post the event. I guess it's a theory, but I could have swore I saw like some sort of interview quote from some one of the creators who was like, they're going to, a lot of people didn't like the ending. So we're probably going to change it, but I can't find it right now. So I might be wrong. Either way, um, I mean, changing the ending can have a lot of meanings. Yeah, 
Yeah, they could just yeah. change a scene, so who or knows? change the entire thing, or change a fight scene. Yeah, like I that. mean, honestly, to me, I feel like the best option is just to like do the same ending, but like just fix up the execution of it. Because I feel like that seems to be what the issue was with the ending of the manga. Yeah, reading the manga is not worth it. Okay, Chainsaw well, Man is worth it. Okay, well, either way. <laughs> <laughs> Xander's um, like turning in his grave even though he's still alive and he just lives in Rhode Island but like same thing <laughs> might as well be in a coffin but like yeah because while well, he w- he's in a coffin we're in hell <laughs> that's all that's he escaped hell but yeah no um what was I saying he, he was he was begging me to read the manga for Attack on Titan like begging me and I refused what? Well, not not because it was good, because he just wanted me to know how it ends. Because he said that it's terrible, and he just wants me to know why it's terrible. Oh. And I'm like, no, I'm going to watch it till the end of the anime. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. And this was like a conversation we had like six years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I yeah. They really... It they, still hasn't ended. It's like, uh, what, there's like a, there's like a Roman, uh, a Roman, not a Roman, sorry, a Greek. Anyway, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. But at, like... They are going to they are going to asymptotically get closer to the ending of the show <laughs> yeah. without ever actually like they're gonna slowly all right we're gonna release it an hour all right now we're gonna release it by twenty minutes all right now we're just going to release it frame by frame each week <laughs> until we continue doing that forever <laughs> yeah oh man that's so funny I was about to say because I was like I think I thought Xander hated it. No, yeah, he did not like it. He at all. hates it for he hates it for personal reasons. I feel. Yeah, because now I understand. Because the thing that he kept telling me was that Attack on Titan jumped the shark, and I that that means I've never known what that meant. <laughs> People say a, that, and I'm like, it's a term that when means does that like, ever happen? <laughs> it it went too far. Like it's like like it's like it's like it it went fell off the deep end. You know hey what Siri, I mean? what does jump the shark mean? I found this on the web for what does jump the shark mean. Check it out. A term. Oh, it doesn't say it in totality. Fuck. Just, uh, just basically, it's like you fell off the deep end. Like you went too far. Like this is way too unrealistic. Whatever. So when he said that, I thought he meant that from a story perspective. So when I watched the part that he was talking about, I was like, I don't think that's. But I think now I understand what he meant by jump the shark. So yeah, that's now we both. Well, we can understand. talk about it, right? What What do you think he meant by that? Well, now I think he meant like the fact that like it's very reminiscent of the Holocaust and like the Jews in World War Two, yeah. um, which is like I guess I a hundred percent I a hundred percent get where he's coming from, but I also. I don't even want to be like devil's advocate because that's the one thing you don't want to be devil's advocate. Right? <laughs> but it's like when, like, are there stories you just are not allowed to ever tell? Yeah, I think, like, because you can technically equate anything. I'm not, and again, I'm not saying if he doesn't personally want to watch it for that reason, 100% valid. If he personally hates it for that reason, 100% valid, right? But if he makes a claim that it's like a larger, more empirical, like irresponsibility, also kind of valid probably because now that I think about it, people aren't responsible enough with stories 
to enjoy things without attributing them to things right so it's like you can watch that and people will be like oh yeah you know what i'm saying like it's gonna get co-opted by the wrong people yeah but that's anything i know but then there's some there are things that are more susceptible like you can to talk it. about like for example heathers where like the the entire thing is about a you know a school shooter well not a shooter because he wants to bomb the school and people take from that right yeah but does that mean that heathers is responsible for that um yeah i mean i think if you're going to make that like things aren't made in a vacuum right like if you're going to make that you have to accept that you are partially responsible for that you can't say that you're I not think it's responsible a balance i but think it i don't think that like it means so i think it depends on like what the intention and what the perspective that the show is trying to show is so like for example birth of a nation obvious example of terrible shit that should be denounced you know what birth of a nation is yeah it's the ku klux klan yeah. thing, right it's the one that came out like 100 years ago ku klux klan is great whatever that's what the movie's about so obviously that's a clear example of terrible intentions and not a good movie in that regard but then we go into something like say i mean we can talk about attack on titan like is the intent is the guy who's writing this mangaka is he a Holocaust denier or is not a Holocaust denier? Wait, that's not right. Is he, is uh, he anti-Semitic? Justifi- justifying the Holocaust. Yeah. Is he justifying the Holocaust? Is he anti-Semitic? Is there anti-Semitic tropes in Attack on Titan? What is the perspective that the show is trying to tell us? I mean, Based I, on what I've seen, like, it's hard for me to say what, because like, so when you think about it, if you think about, so the people who are the Titans are supposedly the Jews, right? Yes. But like I feel like that's where the similarities end because when you think about everything else in the hist- like of the enti- rest of the context of the show uh-huh. there's not really like um any similarity. I'm trying to think. So look do you know you've you've you're caught up with Attack on Titan, right? I yeah, I've, I've read everything. Okay. So like there's the whole thing about like so there's a Holocaust obvious example, but then the way that they were made, like the way that the Titans were made, was because she randomly found the power, right, through like some sort of weird virus or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that ener- that origin story has nothing to do with Judaism, I don't think, unless you think it does. Um. Because like, and then there's also the origin story of like. <laughs> I mean, it's inherent. I there are just different ways that you can read that. Like she becomes the originator of a race that their entire power is based around based around a parasite, right? Yeah. And so, by extension, those people are also like parasites, you know, because they are born of that. I mean, you can read it that way. You know, you can read it in pretty terrible yeah, ways. Yeah, but isn't the whole st- point of the show that, like, that's not the right... Like, that's what a lot of people deem the Titans to be, but that isn't this... Like, the thing about Attack on Titan is that it's very gray, right? There's yeah. no, like, very clear message or clear side that they're on because at first you're rooting for Aaron, but then you realize Aaron is a terrible person, right? And then, But, but on the other a terrible hand, person? Because but that's, it's like... Yeah. But that's the thing. It's not, it's not clear. There's no clear interpretation. So I feel like in this scenario, mm-hmm. if there was like a very heavy-handed message of like it go towards one side, then I think there could be a more like accurate like argument for like this is anti-Semitic. But because it's such a gray area, yeah, it's hard to tell 
whether or not this was done intentionally and whether or not this is actually something that's with anti-Semitic tropes. Now, people can read from it that there's anti people who are anti-Semitic can read anti-Semitic things out of it if they wanted to. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I don't think people who aren't already anti-Semitic could read that. Does um, that make sense? Like, I think that's where the drawing, the line is drawn. Uh, I agree. I get what you're saying. I don't, I think this is just like a different, uh, I think this is the point where we like have different understandings of people, right. Or different perceptions of people. Hmm. Like, I think that, um well there's a lot of different things uh with what you're saying let me organize my thoughts right quick um uh i think what you're the way you're interpreting the story is the responsible way of doing it right you're interpreting you're interpreting the story from a more like moral crisis of like of of like understanding the character's plight of like caught between a rock and a hard place right right but i think that you still if you're going to use that imagery right it you can say that but it's not as though like oh they are just like specific people uh corralled in a certain way or sorry it's not as though like the uh i don't even remember the name i finished that the the manga so long followers of amir something like that yeah it, but like the people who can turn into titans yeah right? followers of a mirror it is not as though like they don't ju- they are also like they use the exact sort of like it like imagery from that time period from the holocaust in it as yeah. well right the soldiers their helmets are a certain way right they use blimps to get around like shit like that like there's a certain point where you're being like okay i am using this imagery you can't just like straight up say <laughs> you can't you just can't straight up say oh no i'm not using it and therefore i'm resolved like if you're going to do that that's fine right you just got to take the pros with the cons right you're going to be telling a story which has a certain like way that it resonates but you have to take the cons it will be interpreted that way right and people yeah. who are and i think when you say like people only people who are anti-semitic right are going to like view the story in, in an anti-semitic way i disagree because then there would be no like cre- uh, credibility or credence to the idea of an alt-right pipeline right it is about subtle nudges right it, it like i'm not saying attack on titan is responsible for that by intent but it can be by like by accident yeah but like is it doing that because it's not like it's saying oh the jews are bad or that in this case the followers of amir are bad it's well, people can you no because people can consume those stories and stories if you resonate with it and if you're young enough right those stories can justify a certain logical like reasoning like logical i don't know if i'm saying that right the way in which you like rationalize things it can form certain pathways in your brain if you're young enough so you start involving like thinking about like that's the purpose of stories originally right it's fables and certain things to teach people certain things but they don't always that doesn't always mean that they'll teach you the right things right so people will rationalize certain ways because they maybe not super consciously but subconsciously if they're thinking about hmm let me think about how i can perceive certain groups of people right and whether to treat them with empathy or like uh dare i say like yeah but like isn't isn't that what this show is trying to show with this message like because they were treated the way they were this is how the world ends up 
Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I can see that. But like, like again, war, war and conflict. Oh, like I think if there is a clear message, in it's kind of hard to say there's a clear message because again, there's like again, it's a very gray show, so it's hard to say exactly what if there's any real um, solution to any of this. But like from what I can attain, the only clear message I can see out of anything is that war will always bring out more war. Blood will always bring out more blood. Conflict will always bring out more conflict. Right. And so like, how do you... Unless you take it to its ultimate extreme. Which is? I actually don't think I can say because I think that would oh, be yeah, a yeah, spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the rumbling's already happening where I'm at. I know, but you haven't gotten to the end of the story. Okay, never mind. So, either way, I guess I haven't finished the story, so I can't say exactly what the, the message is. But, like, I feel like every all every all each side on this story has mm-hmm. sympathy. And, like, you can be sympathetic to any literally almost any of the characters. Apparently, except for Gabby, because apparently everyone fucking hates her, which I don't really understand. But <laughs> well, it's because she basically like tramples into a narrative and like def- like destroys any sort of uh, uh, like <laughs> predictable consequences. Like you think, oh, uh, you know a character, you build up like uh, like concern and like love for a character over time. You're like, oh, this person is either gonna die in a tragic fashion by Titan. Right, which is ultimately going to be make sense, mm-hmm. or they're going to die like from an adversary, yeah. which makes sense. But then you have this like punk ass kid who like <laughs> had no development whatsoever. It is like literally like some random ass character like walking in, be like kicking over your sandcastles, be like they had a little bit of development. And also, no, they did. Her but, like, development is way more after that happens. That's her entire development really happens after she kills Sasha. But, I know, but like you have, you don't know her as a character. So, like, you're only up to that point, up until those episodes are released, your only contact with this character is it was specifically developed to kill off characters that I love, and it didn't even earn it. It's not like a Titan, <laughs> right? Where you're like, this war is between you and me, right? Or like, Oh, or like Levi and uh, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. Whatever we're talking about. Okay, anyway. I don't. I don't think it is, but I can understand like why people hate her. Okay, I, guess I don't have fair. that. I I don't have that much. Of I guess I also didn't really have that much of a deep connection with Sasha like other people did. So I guess really. Well, she was the meme character. Yeah, exactly. I was hate just like, to okay. see that person die. <laughs> I know. Like I was obviously sad when she died, but I wasn't like, oh my god. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> No. Like, if, I would only be sad if Armin Mikasa died. Um, at this point, and maybe and probably Levi. Um, but the um, what are they talking about? Okay, I guess I see your point. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like because it's such a gray area, and like there's no real clear like what side. Yeah. There's no clear perspective from the author on what the right side is. I think that's what makes it a little bit less bad than if it were more of a blatant like I mean, look I at all these stereotypes I, I, yeah haha ha, aren't they so fun you know what i mean like it's not like he's like it's not making, gratuitous yeah, it's, it's not, not gratuitous it's not yeah. like making fun of the it's not like downplaying the stereotype you know like it's, it's not like, murder it's manslaughter but ultimately at the end of it someone's still dead i just feel like at some point we have to draw a line between who's responsible when it comes to like story storytelling versus like real life like it's on people in reality in real life to actually stop these issues I feel like people who are telling the stories don't need to have as much responsibility as people who are 
you know, in government, in politics, who will run corporations. You know, people like that are way more responsible for the bullshit that we have in this world than, like, storytellers do, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, I agree. But also, like, stories are the foundation of, like, humanity and but what I, we believe. Like, the Bible. I mean, You yeah, can say true. whatever you want, but, like, that is... That and justifies used, a lot of different things. They can be used in very bad ways, but, like, I don't think in this case that's what's happening. But either way, I think his criticism is valid. I think if, like, you know, I think it is, you're right in the sense that, like, using that imagery does come with, like, a responsibility. And I'm not sure if he necessarily fully took on the responsibility as much as he should have. It's not even, like, a responsibility. It's just, like, you have to accept the terms, of yeah. like what's gonna happen it's like yeah i get to use this certain imagery but i also like you know there's gonna be people who are influenced the wrong way about it it's the same like it is like the more practical or physical consequences of of like becoming popular right like sure i'm going to like i'm gonna write a story and let's say i, I hit it off and get famous and get published right like harry potter sure she gets famous but she also kills thousands millions of trees right it's like a more, uh, what is it, metaphysical, like, idea version of those consequences where it's just, like, you just got to take that as part of, like, becoming more popular yeah, and more significant. Yeah. I Yeah, but I don't think his, like, the attack on Titan is, um, and I don't think it's intentionally that way. Um, yeah. Uh, but either way. Oh, good conversation. We almost touched politics. Like we like we like flirted with it a little bit, but yeah. we didn't get into it. Yeah. There you go. We're getting better. <laughs> it's just it's just Denji's boob touch, but nothing more. Yeah. I would have That was I terrible, feel, I'm I, sorry. Episode episode two us would have like gone down a <laughs> not even gone down, fallen down a rabbit hole, <laughs> broken our legs and just firmly stayed on rambling between various Political injustices. Machinations. <laughs> Oh, we've grown <laughs> aren't ep- you proud of us audience what episode is this? <laughs> uh 15 i think yeah 15 wow 15 good on us yeah all right you have anything else to say <laughs> i mean that's pretty much it watch uh, chainsaw man read the manga look forward to attack on titan apparently don't read the manga according to nicholas i haven't read it so i can't make a recommendation no, i didn't say don't read it i just mean it's not i I don't recommend it the same way I recommend Chainsaw Man. Fair enough. I only would read Attack on Titan for the narrative, right? Whereas Chainsaw Man is like pretty too. The illustrations are really good. And on mm-hmm. top of that, I just feel like reading it carries a certain weight to it that will be different from the show. Whereas right. I don't know how much different Attack on Titan's vibe is between the show and the manga. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Read Chainsaw Man. You read Chainsaw Man. I'm reading his other thing, uh, Fire Punch. Oh, yeah. You tell me about which that. Which is, like, fucking gnarly. It's not really a spoiler, but, like, the main character's powers. And I think I love this guy because of his creativity. And I think I love him mainly for his regard for, like, the consequences of giving your character superpowers. Mm. In Chainsaw Man, he, like... Loses blood, yeah. Loses blood, but it rips out of him, yeah. right? It's not clean. It's, like, constantly bloody. And even in, like, the show kind of undersells it. But, like, in the the book, it, it looks like he's constantly spurting blood from, like, every, like, like cut, yeah. you know? And it, it feels gritty, and it feels like this is gnarly, right? And, 
and violent, you know, as he does with many other story elements. Mm. Fire Punch is similar where like the character has like incredible regenerative powers. And this is like the first chapter. So I'm not really spoiling. Yeah. He has incredible regenerative powers. Like he cuts off his arm and instantly regrows it. And some dude with like fire powers who like the fire doesn't like extinguish or it's like a spell of some sort where like he tells the fire not to extinguish until it's it's dead. But okay. he doesn't know the guy has healing powers, right? So he just lights him on fire, assuming that he's going to die. And so the guy, it's constantly on fire. Jesus And his Christ. body is rehealing, but not fast enough to counteract. And so he's only able to focus his healing on certain parts of his body, right? Like his face so he can breathe, right? And so he's like on fire and naked, but constantly on fire because the fire doesn't extinguish until he dies, Right. And so he wants to get vengeance on the guy because he if he punches someone, that fire goes onto that person (laughs) and that person just burns until they die. Right. It's awesome. It's creative as fuck. And I love that. Wow. And it really makes me like envious of him and his creativity. (laughs) It always comes down to that, Nicholas. I'm really too competitive about this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even that good. That's why you should play sports. No, I'm not competitive. I'm not competitive about everything. I'm competitive about cre- like creative stuff, and that's right, it. Fair enough. Fair I enough. think I enjoy. Uh, I enjoy like the technical aspects of like playing Smash, but like I don't ever like see that not lo- at not winning. Mm, okay. I think it's just like I see that my character not doing what I want it to mm, do. Whereas okay. like creativity, I'm just like. That's an idea that I will not to get to produce from here because it has already been produced. Sorry, Nicholas. It's fine. It's good. It's it's healthy competition. Oh yeah. All, All right, y'all. Well, thanks so much. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next In two episode. weeks. Two weeks. Woo. Woo. All right. Bye. Have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs>